From BlueRidgeLife.com, I'm forecaster Tommy Stafford for Seaville 107.5 and 1260 WCHV. Welcome to Everyday Faith Radio. This is Jeff Gaffney, your host for the next 30 minutes as we have a conversation about faith and how to integrate our faith into all the areas of our lives on this program. We like to share testimonies and faith journeys intended to encourage you if you're already a believer and challenge you a little bit if you're still skeptical about faith because the Bible says faith comes by hearing in hearing from the Word of God. So that's what we do on this program. We like to share the Word, and we pray that God will open up your hearts to receive it today. We always start the program with a Scripture reading, and this is one of my favorites. It came to me this week. It's from the book of Isaiah in the Old Testament. It's part of his throne room experience. If you've never read this chapter, it's Isaiah chapter 6. I'm going to read the first eight verses. goes like this. It was in the year King Uzziah died that I saw the Lord. He was sitting on a lofty throne, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Attending him were mighty seraphim, each having six wings. With two wings they covered their faces, with two they covered their feet and with two they flew they were calling out to each other holy 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 is the lord of heaven's armies the whole earth is filled with his glory their voices shook the temple to its foundations and the entire building was filled with smoke then i said it's all over i am doomed for i'm a sinful man i have filthy lips and i live among a people with filthy lips Yet I have seen the king, the Lord of heaven's armies. Then one of the seraphim flew to me with a burning coal he had taken from the altar with a pair of tongs. He touched my lips with it, and he said, See, this coal has touched your lips. Now your guilt is removed, and your sins are forgiven. Then I heard the Lord asking, Whom should I send as a messenger to this people? Whom will go for us? I said, Here I am send me. Again, that's Isaiah chapter 6, verses 1 through 8. My Bible friends will call that the throne room experience of Isaiah. If you've never read it, please go and read Isaiah chapter 6. It's amazing. Thank you again for tuning in this morning. Wanted to let you know we have all our podcasts loaded on iTunes. We also have a website. It's everydayfaithradio.com. Thanks again for tuning in this morning. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with today's special guest. Please stay with us. At Liberty University, we train innovators, dreamers, and leaders who want to use what they learn to champion a better tomorrow. Here, a quality education means not only preparing for professional success, but most importantly, impacting the world for Christ. Learn how you can train as a champion for Christ online or on campus at liberty.edu slash champions. Again, that's liberty.edu slash champions. And then you're out of desperation. No, you're not the only one. Praying, Lord, above, I need a miracle. Welcome back to Everyday Faith Radio. This is Jeff Gaffney, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in. 
With us on the program today, we have my good friend, Mabel Morris. Mabel, thank you so much for being on the program today. Thank you, Jeff, for having me. Well, we always start the program hearing a little bit about our guest's faith journey. And so I'm wondering if you would share with the audience kind of who's tuning in today, if you'd let them know how you became a woman of such great faith. Well, um, I guess it would all, I would have to say it all started with my um, sweet grandmother. We called her Big Mama. And she had enough faith for the whole church. <laughs> she loved the Lord, and it really showed through um, her day-to-day life, the way she loved um, her kids and her grandchildren, the way she just loved her church. And I saw that at a young age. And I heard her talk to the Lord at a young age. And so at a young age, I I understood and knew that there must be a God. There has to be because of the way she just showed so much love for the Lord. And I um, inherited, I just had that same faith walk um, from her that um, you know, there is a God and that He loves me. And as I got older and went to Sunday school, my parents made sure that I attended. I really understood the Word. I began to hear the Word. Mm. Not necessarily understand it, but I began to hear the Word and I could apply it, you know, from what, you know, as a young child, I could apply it in my life a little. And it was at the age of 13 as I was in. Um, Singing on the choir, I remember my mother kind of looking at me and my brother like, oh, I think it's time. I think it's time for you all to accept Jesus and, you know, become baptized. And so out of obedience to her at that particular time, I think, at 13, I was baptized. And still I trusted and believed in the Lord. But I I was probably not necessarily walking in the Lord constantly. Um, But as I got older and I got in the Word more and more, my faith just grew. Um, I sought the Lord for various things and, you know, He shows up. He shows up in such incredible ways. You know, you you realize, okay, this has to be the Lord. Just, you know, how your life plan, you know, how God just prepares you for things that are going to happen in your life and just how things, you know, transpired in my life. But it was when I got to college, I still had that relationship and that desire to seek the Lord. And even in college, I, one of the things that helped me was I loved to sing and um, I became involved with a choir at um, Virginia Commonwealth University, BCU, called the Black Awakening Choir. And that just, you know, hearing the songs of of God and trying to live holy in a difficult place was what I really needed. And so um, I became involved with the local church and college and some of my girlfriends and I would go and, and, you know, we accepted, I accepted the Lord. But again, was I necessarily living completely for the Lord? Probably not 100% because I know as a sin, we all are, are sinners. And but I sought the Lord, and um, I desired um, what He had for me. And it was probably later in life, as an adult, where I just you know realized, okay, I need the Lord. I can't do without Him in my life. And um, 
so I, I sought him daily. I sought him daily as I do now. I seek him daily. And um, that's how it's been. I mean, he loves me. He loves me completely. And I love him completely. And I, I walk with him every day. I don't do, I try not to get up without thanking him and without, um, daily without giving him praise and, and prayer daily. I have a couple of questions, and our, our guest today is Mabel Morris on Everyday Faith Radio. Um, Mabel, let's go back to the beginning, your grandmother, mm-hmm. and how important it was for you to see somebody living out their faith. Um, does that can, can you see how maybe she's passed that on to you now so many years later that now maybe others look at you the same way that you were looking at your, you know, somebody who's really kind of living their faith and the importance of that for you from a modeling standpoint? Yes, she was modeling it for me. Um, her faithfulness of, of just, you know, being in church. And she didn't drive. And I can remember one time we had to walk. And I don't know exactly how far we had to walk. I was probably about five or six. But I can remember walking to her church about at least three, four miles mm. to get to church. That's how important it was for her. And I think back to that, and I'm like, wow, this is a woman of incredible. And I know she must have been in her 70s, early 70s at that point. And that just reminded me of, you know, how we can get in our car and we can just, you know, go and drive where we want to go. And and I think back to, you know, that example before me of just wanting to go and be in church and be with other believers and that fellowship so much that you're willing to walk and I think back to her, um, how she served us in the mornings. I mean, she was very poor, but she would get up and she would make us a good, healthy breakfast. You know, we never wanted for anything when we were at her house. And, um, you know, I didn't go to her house all the time. I, I, was, I wasn't raised by her, but her example of, um, of God just in the way she lived was just really inspiring for me. I'm reminded of what the psalmist uh, writes about how um, he was someone who hungers and thirsts for the Lord, and it seems like uh, you were able to to see that, and that it drew you further towards a faith life. It really did. Seeing somebody walk it out. It did. I could. I could see her prayers, hear her prayers, and see her um, praying and really, you know, living a godly life before me um, and making me desire that and also making me talk to the Lord. You know, I I was just, I can remember being a little girl and having conversations, laying in my bed, just having conversations with God. And I'm thinking, how do I, you know, as, I, as I've grown up, I'm thinking back, how did I know to do that? How did I know? But it was just that modeling from her and her faithfulness. And then my, my mom was very faithful. My father, he was kind of, you know, he was not as um, close to the Lord at that time. But he did grow to, to become closer. Um, and the other examples in my, you know, faithfulness my family members. I have two more questions before we take a break. And again, this is Everyday Faith Radio. We have Mabel Morris as our guest on the program. 
you mentioned a lot in your faith journey about reading God's Word, which is, or getting into the Word, which is sort of uh, Christian speak for reading the Bible. For those of our listeners that aren't familiar with that phrase, getting into the Word. Um, but talk to me about Mabel, about how important God's Word is for you just in terms of your ongoing faith journey. Okay. Well, it's truly a lamp unto my feet um, and a light unto my pathway. I mean, the Word, I can pick up the Bible and open it up and, and start reading, and there is something in it for me. I read. Um, I usually use the version Bible app, mm. and so I do a daily Word, and I gain something from that particular scripture for me. I'm also reading Jesus Calling right now, and that book is written kind of in first person, where it's kind of like God talking to you. And she also adds scripture at the back of it, um, of each daily devotion. And I just gain, I gain something that I can take with me throughout my day. When I'm working, I usually do not go into my, my school building before I have listened to the Word, gotten whether it's one verse, two verses, until I have read or heard from the Word. Um, a lot of times when I'm driving, I'll just put it on my, on my phone and um, listen as I'm driving. Um, but it's sustaining. It, um, I know that you know in the Word, God says He will never leave us nor forsake us. And so I know that I'm not alone. Whatever may come my way, I know that God has got me. Mm. And so it has just grown my faith. My faith has grown um, substantially by just reading the Word of God daily and um, listening to worship music and praising God. And when He says He will give you the peace that surpasses all understanding, mm. Truly, when you trust in the Lord, He will truly give you a peace that surpasses all understanding. And He has done that for me in my life, and I am so completely grateful and thankful to the Lord that I know whose I am. And it's taken, it's taken 50, I'm 58 years old. It's taken me a lifetime to get where I am. Mm -hmm. But to be here is so reassuring. Let me press down on this, Mabel, and we're about to take a break, but... Um the prophet Jeremiah says, you will find me when you seek me with all your heart. And so let me apply that to getting into the word or, again, another way of saying that, reading the Bible. <laughs> I believe that God has a message, just as, as you do, when God has a message for us each day in his word, but it, it's up to us to go find it. And again, if you mm -hmm. apply that from what the prophet Jeremiah says, you will find me when you seek me with all your heart. So when you're reading the word, you find, you'll find these messages that, as you mentioned, Mabel, are specifically for you for that day, for that time, for that moment. And I know you've experienced that because we've talked about that and I've experienced it too. But I think my encouragement as we head into the break, I want to encourage any of our listeners if they say, well, gee, you know, I want what I want the faith that Mabel Morris has. Well, you know, there is a step that you have to take also. God's word is there for you. 
and it's alive and active and you will understand that once you start engaging with God's Word. I guess that was the point I wanted to make. And you have any mm-hmm. comments on that before we head to the break? I truly um, I truly agree with you on that, Jeff, that you do have to seek after Him. Mm-hmm. He's not necessarily going to you know, come to you or, or you're not going to necessarily hear what He has for you until you open His Word. His Word is truly um, how He gets into your life mm-hmm. and He gets into your heart. By hearing it, faith comes by hearing, and that is. Um, and then once your heart, once you, once your brain hears it, then your heart begins to believe, mm. and that's the faith. That's how I can stand before anyone and say that that is. Um, you know, I stand on the word of of God because I am there. I've had I've had that experience. Mm. I I truly believe and trust His word for me, and. Um, yeah, that's that's it. Hey, man, we're going to take a quick break we, with Mabel Morris today on Everyday Faith Radio. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a moment. Please stay with us. Mountains stand the test of time. And the beaches? Well, those never go out of style. While some things have changed over the past 50 years, Virginia is for Lovers has remained the same. Join us in celebrating 50 years of love all summer long. Visit Virginia.org to learn more. And then you're out of desperation. And welcome back to Everyday Faith Radio. This is Jeff Gaffney, your host, and with us on the program today is my friend Mabel Morris. Mabel, uh, it's great catching up with you and talking with you about faith. I want to go to this point in your life. Um, It's interesting to me, you have this um, gift, uh, musical gift, singing gift. <laughs> and I, I wonder if, uh, I'm really curious about this, what is it about singing, what is it about worship music that um, dials in your heart to be closer to the Lord? What is it about that? Uh, and maybe you could explain that for some of our listeners. Okay. Um, I think the greatest thing is the song itself, the words, what am I singing about? Um that's what moves my heart and my mind the most. Um, I love to sing. I've always um, just been singing um, as a child. I um, would sing and, you know, would R&B and, you know, I w- I'm the youngest of six, so it's whatever the music that my sisters and brothers brought in the house, yeah. I was singing. And um, as I've gotten older and I you know, just have so much love for the Lord. My um, songs that I love to sing the most are are more inspirational songs, are, are songs of just how much God loves us. And that, you know, is just what I love to sing about, mm-hmm. how He loves us, how He shows up um, through whatever storms we might be going through to just take us to, you know, get us to where we need to be. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, he he puts us. He wants us to be in a peaceful place, and that's what a song would would do for me. It'll put me in a in a peaceful place with the Lord. Well, I'm gonna step out and ask you a question, Mabel. I'm wondering if you would be willing to sing just a little bit on the radio for our listeners. Um, would you sing for us? I'd love to. Um, I have been through a um, storm in my life recently, um, 
I was diagnosed with breast cancer in December, mm-hmm. and um, it was a storm. It was uh, it was you know right at the time when I had made a true commitment to the Lord of um, working with my husband full time in the ministry of FCA, and it was such a shock to my to my system. Um, anyway, I trusted in God as I as a person of faith. I trusted in Him. And um, there's a song that really spoke to my heart while I've been dealing with this breast cancer, and it's called Hills and Valleys. It was a song that Tony Bennett shared with his team when they won the night that they won the national championship, mm-hmm. Hills and Valley. And I heard that he had shared it. So I said, what is this song? Let me, let me listen to it. And I listened, and I was blown away by the words, the lyrics, and the um, sweetness of the song. So I'll be happy to, to sing you. it. Oh, this what a treat. I am going to, um, should I do it a cappella or should I, what do you think? We'll call it singer's choice. Mm-hmm. You, you, you get to decide, uh, and as she's pulling it up, um, this is Everyday Faith Radio, and we have my good friend Mabel Morris. Many of the listeners know Mabel. And uh, she's going to sing us a song, Hills and Valleys. I think I'll just do it a cappella. I've walked among the shadows, you wiped my tears away. And I've felt the pain of heartbreak, and I've seen the brighter days. And I've prayed prayers to heaven from my lowest place. And I have held your blessings, God, you give and take away. No matter what I have, your grace is enough. And no matter where I am, I'm standing in your love. On the mountains, I will bow my life to the one who sets me there. In the valley, I will lift my eyes to the one who sees me there. When I'm standing on the mountain, I didn't get there on my own. When I'm walking through the valley, I know I am not alone. You're a God of the hills and valleys, hills and valleys, God of the hills and valleys, and I am not alone. I've watched my dreams get broken, in you I hope again. No matter where I know I'm safe inside your hands On the mountains I will bow my life To the one who sent me there In the valley I will lift my eyes To the one who sees me there When I'm standing on the mountain I didn't get there on my own When I'm walking through the valley, I know I am not alone. You're God of the hills and valleys, hills and valleys, God of the hills and valleys, and I am not alone. Father, you give and take away every joy and every pain. Through it all you will remain 
over it all. Father, you give and take away every joy and every pain. Through it all, you will remain over it all. On the mountains, I will bow my life. Yeah. In the valley, I will lift my eyes. Oh, oh, on the mountains, I will bow my life to the one who sent me there. In the valley, I will lift my eyes to the one who sees me there. When I'm standing on the mountain, I didn't get there on my own. When I'm walking through the valley, I know I am not alone. No, I'm not alone. alone. And I know I am not alone. You're God of the hills and valleys. Hills and valleys. God of the hills and valleys. And I am not alone. God of the hills. God of the valley. You're the God of the hills. And I am not alone. Oh, Mabel Morris, thank you so much. You can <laughs> just so tell that that song has special meaning for you. And again, for our listeners that are just tuning in, this is Everyday Faith Radio. Mabel Morris is our guest on the program. And Mabel, um, help me with this perspective you decide to really step out into the ministry, and then right as that happens, you get a cancer diagnosis. And I'm wondering um, kind of what thoughts were going through your head at, at that point. And, and, um, and again, we're sort of winding up the show here. I have so many more questions to ask you, Mabel, but um, if you could just speak briefly to what it what it felt like you know you you're you're stepping into what you think is this divine calling and yet you Mm -hmm. have this health issue well um it was a shock it was um you know something that i was never you know you you just don't don't imagine happening to yourself and especially at this time it was during a time where i was so in tuned into what the lord was you know, putting me into in the ministry, um, accepting it. I was not even aware that the, you know, I had gotten a call back. I was so into, you know, reaching out, meeting people and doing development work for FCA that when they called me back, I had, it was like a couple of days and I hadn't even checked my messages. And so when they called and said, um, you know, we need you to come back in, I was like, okay, you know, I've been called back before it happens. And so, um, but when I went back and, and the doctor, um, the radiologist said, I really think you need to check this out because it looks like, you know, it could be more, could be something here. And so um, we got the biopsy. I got the biopsy that same day and I was called like a week later and was told that I did have triple negative breast cancer. 
and that it was pretty evasive. And um, so, you know, I called my husband. I was in tears, called him to tell him because I was at work at the time when I got the call. And we immediately um, just dropped everything and we went where we could just pray and seek the Lord together. And that's what we did for the next four or five hours. We were, um, we call it the tabernacle. We were at the bridge, Mm -hmm. bridge ministry down in Buckingham. Um, And our pastor, um, William Washington there, just, you know, began to pour into us as well. And we um, realized, you know, over that time that this was, this was a learning walk for me and that it was um, something that, you know, I was going to um, do fine in, I felt, and we believed that, but that I was, it was kind of like a gift. I was going to be able to show others my faithfulness by dealing with this storm. Mabel Morris, thank you so much for joining us on the program. I want to pray for you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and bring you peace. This is Everyday Faith Radio. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Mabel, I'm going to have you back because I have a lot more to ask you. Okay. Thanks. I'll come back. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Heal a broken heart. Let your presence overwhelm. Come restore. It's like having a Fox News app right there in your dashboard. Seville 1075 and AM 1260 WCHV AM and FM Charlottesville. This is what ICE is supposed to do. I'm Pam Puso, Fox News. That from the acting director of U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services regarding the immigration raids called off a couple of weeks ago by President Trump. Ken Cuccinelli tells Fox News Sunday about a million people have been ordered to leave the country but haven't done so. This massive influx of fraudulent asylum claims are swamping the people who truly fit that category, the people who are persecuted for political or religious reasons or other reasons. Cuccinelli says the crisis could be eased if Congress closes the gaping loopholes in current asylum laws. Along the southern border, the detention centers holding migrants are under increased scrutiny following reports of deplorable overcrowded conditions. Acting Homeland Security Secretary Kevin McAleenan tells ABC's This Week a lot is being done to improve conditions. We had 20 medical providers in our facilities, border-wide. Now we have over 200. We had the U.S. Coast Guard come in and support us with their medical corps. We had the Public Health Service Commission Corps. We have pediatricians in Border Patrol stations for the first time in history trying to help address uh, conditions where children